I want to talk about polarizing experiences I've had when it comes to um, large IT portfolios um, and my thoughts on each one. So I'll talk about very complicated portfolios and then very, very simple ones. So I'll start with a simple one. I was um, I was the interim CIO for a manufacturing company and I I was very happy there. Actually, I loved the team. Management was okay, a little bit kind of laissez-faire, not really involved. The CTO was a little, um, he was a little absent. I actually, I, I don't even think I ever met the guy um, in real life. I think we just spoke over the phone or, or video during my tenure. And, you know, he didn't, uh, he, he, he was a CTO on paper, but he wasn't, um, he wasn't really doing anything. I was, I was the CIO and essentially manage, managing CTO responsibilities because he was just, uh, focusing on not the manufacturing company, but another sort of subsidiary that was being spun out. So, you know, maybe it's just my interim assignment came while he was preoccupied, but looking at the state of things, I think maybe that new endeavor was not, uh, I, I think even before that new subsidiary was being you know, prepared for its own, you know, um, independence, I, I, I think he was kind of checked out. But anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, I was working at the manufacturing company. I'm the interim CIO, and the portfolio is actually very simple. Um, a lot of business on the front end, on the customer side, is customer payments are like paper checks. Um, customers are faxing their orders in, or they're calling them in on the phone. The company doesn't have like, I don't think they even had like a, a real website. It might have had one that they made a long time ago, but I think it was like, you ever see those websites on the bottom? They say, you know, 1990 to like, 2000 whatever copyright like it tells you how long the, the like it tells you the last time the site was updated essentially and that's this site was like 10 15 years old i think the last time i was updated it, i was in high school so yeah it was very very aged so on the on the customer side there's just there's really nothing i mean nothing nothing for business sales sales people are just calling the business people are tracking Everything is being tracked in um, physical sheets, right? Like all the bookkeeping, payroll, like it's just math on paper and binders. Um, then internally, internally, we we had machines um, that are, you know, producing our, um, you know, producing our our products. So you you have machines that are some of them are automated, some of them are being manually um, operated, and those machines have some. Um, those machines integrate into some applications by PLC, I think. And, you know, we have some internal timekeeping applications for people to um, clock in and clock out for the office workers, um, while factory workers are actually still just using paper, you know, uh, papers to, to clock in and clock out. So we have uh, a basic timekeeping application. Um, you know, we have, we do have like a corporate email. We have a, a some uh, we have some internal network infrastructure. We have like an internal uh, network. We have the external uh, guest network. Um, we had a CRM. We had an intranet for employee resources. Again, for the for the office workers, not like this wasn't for the factory workers. Factory workers was um, is really just the machines that we that we handled. Also, it gets a little bit more complicated. Like they did some three D design. So if someone was on the floor and there was like a custom order, they would use a Mac and there were certain softwares we supported where they would design something and then um, give that those dimensions or design to the machines and the machines would try to um, 
you know, uh, create or produce whatever was um, was requested. So it was a not to say an easy IT portfolio, but it was a pretty basic one. It was a pretty basic one for an interim CIO to, to have. And that's sort of one of the simpler examples. And um, a lot of some of our stuff was housed on like, you know, we had some cold fusion, some COBOL, some AS400. It really was uh, an interesting, interesting setup. I never cared that it was legacy. I never cared that it was old tech. I never, I, I didn't even really mind that it was a small IT portfolio, but I do wish, you know, because there were so many opportunities for there to be more, I mean, for business, for, for sales, for, for marketing, I mean, there's, for, for you know, for, for customers to have an account with us or something online, like, and track, you know, previous orders, like they shouldn't be tracking papers that we send them. It, uh, it's never, it was never, oh, this is a small portfolio, it's boring to me. It was more, you know, we have a small IT portfolio and I, I see so many areas where we could be using technology and helping it grow. Um, but it was just an interim assignment. I wasn't there too, too long. I was just there because the previous, um, de facto CIO had left and they were looking for another CIO who, uh, replaced me. And he's actually, he's actually a great guy. Um, we were acquainted. We spoke a few times. I gave him all the info I had and then, uh, handed it off. And from what I know, he's executing pretty well as a, as their CIO and, you know, all's well that ends well. But, um, you know, there, there are times where a small, a small IT portfolio is not going to be an issue. But um, when you see your company is sort of not, you know, if only 20% of your company is, is doing the best that they can do and 80% is sort of just, I don't want to say wasting time, but there's a lot of potential that isn't being realized. As a CIO who's supposed to be an agent of change, that can be a little frustrating. So that's sort of um, one side of it, right? Then on the other end, I, I've enjoyed working in uh, government I, I've enjoyed working in healthcare. I've enjoyed working in academia just because um, there's so many services, so many applications, so many sites. Their portfolios are just massive, just gigantic, um, almost impossible to to manage in some cases, right? It can get really, really difficult. Like you need to have good teams with good communications and procedures in place, like a good, good structure. Um, but I'll use maybe healthcare as an example um, just because I could go on and on about government, it's just so 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 large. And same goes for universities, right? They just so so many different departments and majors and sites and student services, and just it goes it goes on. So what I really enjoyed about healthcare is that uh, a lot of hospitals exist to provide services to patients, but uh, if you think you know, there's no single application that oh this is just you know use this um, use this application for patient care. It, it gets it gets so deep. Um, I mean, on the patient side, you have to have, you know, websites for them to, to use, um, especially like if they have, they have a patient portal and you have to make sure that they're able to access lab results or you have to, you know, make sure they can see their medication, make sure they can see notes or feedback or diagnoses from various doctors. And it gets complicated, right? It gets complicated because you have the pos the hospital like services that are inpatient, then you have hospital services that are outpatient, and then you also have affiliate, you know, out outpatient clinics. Um, you have, you know, affiliated institutes that might still be independent, right? So, for example, um, you might consider, you know, a hospital system um, care at one hospital, you know, versus another. Sometimes you have hospital systems where they're not actually all using Epic, right? They might not all be using the same EHR, EMR. They might not all be using the same system. Um, so while they might they might fall under the same umbrella, um, you know, one hospital, you know, the hospital system might be operating certain hospitals that has their name but their systems aren't really speaking to each other. 
So it gets very complicated when it comes to patient portals. And on, on the back end, um, every department, every service really has their own their own stuff happening, right? Like radiology, uh, orthopedics, yeah, ER. I mean, um, when ER sends stuff to to radiology, it's not that radiology just logs into like the same you know same same application. Like they they have their own application that they use for providing care. And all of these different applications, they have to talk to each other. You have applications that the technicians are using. You have applications that uh, the clinicians are using. Uh, and there's also, I mean, there's also the non-technical side of things, right? The, or the non-healthcare side. There's also stakeholders who have their own portfolio um, where they're, you know, managing the hospital, managing uh, budgeting, finances, uh, scheduling, uh, you know, workforce management, um, you know, HR, marketing, uh, the everything just there's there's a lot of healthcare applications there's a lot of non-healthcare you know applications that are being used by like stakeholders or the non-healthcare uh, workers um so it gets it it looks simple i think i don't you know i don't know why people think epic is sort of just everything um it is it, it does it does a lot it has a lot of functionalities and other ehrs too right there's athena which i think is sort of more outpatient or something um and there was there was another one I forgot his name, uh, and I know you know a lot of hospitals haven't really adopted them. They have you know their internal custom applications, so that is also really interesting to work with. I've actually consulted with hospitals where they they have so many internal custom secret sauce, um, you know, uh, so, uh, softwares that they kind of consult me to see like is there any viability in sort of license licensing what we have to other hospitals and. I'll see, you know, what is a strategy we can develop to go to market? How can we, um, you know, develop this properly? How can we get some, you know, some testing, some feedback, stuff like that? What would it look like, basically, if you license this out as a professional product, right? How would it, how would uh, support look? How would integration look, right? How, do you have documentation so they know, you know, how to, you know, troubleshoot stuff like that? How to integrate into their systems if you don't want to provide that service? How how can they get everything installed? So. Healthcare, I, I found very, very interesting because even if it was just a single hospital or a hospital that's part of a larger system, or and these one, these these get very interesting. I love hospitals that are teaching hospitals that are also integrated with universities or, or medical schools, because you know things get more convoluted, they get more complicated, and um, I I love a challenge. I get I love when it gets difficult, and things become hard to manage. I'm always able to deliver. Um, and there's just always a lot of excitement, especially because in, in healthcare, um, maybe this is just me having worked in mainly um, metro areas, some suburban areas, but I always feel like hospitals are just using as much technology as they can. And I've never felt like there's, like I have never run into a hospital that's still doing paper charting. I know that they exist. I've just never seen it. I've never seen them where they're um, doing paper checks or they're, you know, uh, everyone's schedule is just, it's written on a clipboard. There's no online scheduling or, 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 or what have you, or their sick hours or, or, or is, you know, again, just recorded on paper on someone's sheet. Uh, none of that. They, they leverage technology appropriately. Same goes for most universities. Same goes for governmental agencies. Um, it's, it's very, very exciting. And those are, those, are, those are the sort of portfolios I enjoy. The ones that are just large, complicated, and just, you know, this behemoth versus, you know, smaller portfolios um, that exist only because companies don't want to modernize or change. Um, there's nothing wrong with having a small IT footprint, but it is a problem when you know for a fact that, you know, a company has hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue and they're spending maybe, 
you know, less than a million on IT, even though IT is doing what it can to drive, you know, pr uh, production for the company. And there's opportunities to grow from hundreds of millions to billions. And you know that, but uh, it is what it is.